Hey everybody, welcome to Colorful Convos with Nico. This is episode 10. I cannot believe it. It's pretty cool. I know it's only 10 episodes, but hey, you can't even do 10 push-ups, so it's okay. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, had an incredible week. One of the best weeks of my life. Uh, I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Welcome to the 10th episode. If you have listened from episode one, I appreciate you with everything in me. And if this is your first episode, thank you. Uh, and hopefully we can keep going. And I can't wait till we get to 50. And I can't wait till we get to 100. And I can't wait till we get up to 1,000. All right, we're going to go all the way. So if you're here for the 10th one, thank you. Welcome and enjoy the journey. Episode 10, let's fucking go. I grew up in the age of Timberland and Pharrell shit. So, spent the last ten days in uh, Las Vegas, uh, with my homie, Sean, who opened up the doors for us and let us, uh, stay with him and his spare bedroom. Me and Allie were there for 10 days. And one of the most fun experiences, uh, just being in Vegas, um, about 15 minutes away from the strip. So we had a really good time. I uh, just want to give a shout out to Sean. Uh, over the past week, we recorded, um, three episodes basically for his podcast that's on Podbean. Uh, called Vegas Vatos, uh, so Vegas as in Las Vegas, and then Vatos is V-A-T-O-S. Uh, I definitely think you should check it out. Uh, we recorded three really good drunk episodes that were really funny and really insightful, and me and him just flow really well off each other every day, and then when we're on the mic, it just kind of works even more. Uh, we're both very exuberant, very um, creative-minded individuals who like to have fun and like to have good conversations so definitely check out Vegas Vatos uh his newest episode I made the intro music for uh been working on some producing and stuff and decided to make him a beat for his podcast and uh people are loving it and I'm actually going to keep working on that beat that I gave him and hopefully be able to put it out uh as an actual song on all platforms soon so check out Vegas Vatos Sean, he's a homie, the GOAT. I can't wait to go and see him again. Uh, it's only the beginning for me and him. We are we got some really good ideas in mind. And, yeah, I just can't wait to fucking go to Vegas again. Uh, so thanks, Sean. Shout out. If you're listening, you're the best. I also want to give a shout out to Choff, who was on last week's episode. He killed it. Uh, he promoted the podcast and got some new ears. Uh, so I thank that. Some new sus- subscribers came from that episode. So thank you so much. Uh, as well, me and Choff are working on stuff as well to see what we can do. Me and Choff are homies. He's a, go- he's a great guy. Great, great conversation last week. If you haven't listened to it, definitely check it out. Uh, we talked about everything that's going on in the world. But that was last week, and this week was incredible. So let's just start from the beginning, okay? So we were at Sean's, and we were like, you know, just drinking and stuff. And I had never tried a pickleback before. Now, if you don't know what a pickleback is, it's basically just whiskey 
and pickle juice, and then you take that in a shot, and the pickle juice is basically supposed to drown out the whiskey. And that fucked me up for like five days straight. We were doing, <laughs> felt like we were doing those every 10 minutes, and when we were recording his podcast, every 15 minutes we would stop to do one. So I was just getting drunk every single night off these picklebacks, and I hate whiskey. But when you drink the pickle juice with the whiskey, it tastes almost like a caramel apple sucker. Okay, so we were like, all right, we're in Vegas. We've been here. We're like, we're chilling by the pool, you know, just going to the restaurants, going to Fremont Street and all that good stuff. And then like Tuesday, thir- uh, Wednesday comes around and we're like, hey, uh, let's go do something else. Let's let's take a road trip somewhere else. So from Vegas, the Grand Canyon, Arizona is only three hours away from it. So we were like, hey, let's find an Airbnb, go to the Grand Canyon. So that's what we did. Now. The Airbnb that we found in Arizona. If you remember a few episodes back, I talked about how Airbnbs are cool, but sometimes they can be creepy. Uh, I also talked about like, like driving when you're driving on like on a long road trip and you're like kind of in the middle of nowhere and you look to your left and the right and you see these secluded compounds, almost like a Waco feel. Uh, you're like, what the fuck's going on there? Well, I found out. Let me tell you about it. So we find this Airbnb. It's called The Nest. The Nest, as in the bird's nest. And <laughs> and the guy on Airbnb posted the photos, and it looked almost as if it was a euphoric Narnia. And the euphoric Narnia consisted of a renovated short bus so like a school bus he took all the insides out of it and renovated it uh, and put like beds in it and like nightstands and all that shit Uh, a volkswagen renovated van which was super cool and then he had like whatever another van and stuff but in the pictures it looked like wow like this is only 25 minutes away from the grand canyon this thing looks cool we get to sleep in a school bus like you know like this is cool like let's try it so we book it for like 40 bucks Great deal. So thir- uh, Wednesday, get in the car. We start driving. Uh, halfway through our trip to the Great Canyon, we get a message from the owner of the Airbnb. And the message, I shit you not, was probably 15 pages long. And in the message, he just talks about how it's hard to find his complex. You know, you have to follow these exact instructions that I'm giving you or you're going to die. Uh, I made this map that I drew for you guys that was like this like really detailed map like turn right at the hay bale and that's when I knew shit was going to go down turn right at the stone all right so we get to this Airbnb middle of fucking nowhere okay so thankfully uh we we have navigation everything so we, we pull off the road and immediately my stomach's already starting to sink you know I'm like where are we? So we pull off the road, driving down these dirt roads. And I'm talking like we're getting farther and farther from the road. We're probably a good almost, I don't know, mile and a half, two miles off the main road. So we're off the grid. And we go down this bumpy ass dirt road. Uh, we turn around or we turn the car and we find this compound. Now, picture Waco. Picture Waco and just add a school bus in there. That's where the fuck we were staying. 
pull up, we park the car. We're, we're like 15 minutes early because the guy told us to check in at 2. It's like 1.45. We get there. We're parked. Just dirt, dust, blowing, like de- like literally just like gravel pit. Like, you know, like we're like, oh, this is this is cool. Yeah, like, okay, cool. This is cool. Whatever. We're super open-minded. We're like, this is going to be an experience, blah, blah, blah. So then the guy comes out. Now, this guy was a meth head. You could tell. You could tell by his jaw. You could tell by his skin. You could tell by the weirdest look in his eye that something, if not everything, was not all fucking there. So, meet this guy. His name's Shane. You know a Shane? Most Shanes fucking suck. I don't know any Shanes that I like. So, but Nico, what about Shane Dawson? Whatever. So, Shane, let me describe Shane. He, shirtless, walks up to my car. He's shirtless. He's wearing a blue wool, thick-ass flannel. It's 100 degrees outside. He's wearing a straw hat. His hair looks like undercooked homemade spaghetti. You know, like when you put it in the like little thing and you have to like press it and you have to cut it up? That's what his hair looks like. Ginger, shirtless body, covered in mosquito bites. Like big fucking welts of mosquito bites. Okay? Dirty, dirty ass fucking shoe, uh, shoes, pants. Uh, he's like sagging his pants. He's white as hell. This guy looked like a trip and he had the craziest look in his eye and he walks up to our car we roll down the window and he's like hey welcome to the day you die (laughs) something like that he said he may have said hello i don't know but i couldn't stop looking at him because he just had that look in his eye where it was like i can't wait to cut you guys up and eat you for breakfast so he's talking to us Meanwhile, he is staring at Allie, like staring at her, like licking his chops, like putting a napkin in his, getting his fork and knife out, like literally looking at Allie like she is a fresh piece of meat. So he's talking to us, whatever. He like makes this joke that we're like 10 minutes early and that he's going to charge us with trespassing. And I was just like, ah, You know, that rich white guy laugh. <laughs> That's what I did. And we pull up, we get into the Airbnb immediately. We're like, okay, this is cool. The bus itself was super cool. Okay. It was literally like a short bus. He took everything out, put a bed in, put um, a heater in everything. But like, that was it. But Nico, when you go to the bathroom, there's no bathrooms in a short bus. You're right. Great question. There wasn't, and we didn't know that. On the description online, it said that he had some type of, like, you know, like, clay pit outhouse and, like, this super private outdoor shower and this super nice kitchenette and all that. Well, let me tell you what it was when we pulled up. Bathroom was, we never were able really to to conclude that this was the bathroom, but this is what we assumed the bathroom was. There was this shack, which is a terrifying word, a shack with like broken fucking walls and like broken fucking everything, okay? 
And we're like, okay, this must be, you know, just a storage place. No, it was the bathroom. In the middle of it, there was a giant hole with just this janky ass lid on it. And we're like, oh, this must be where we're supposed to poop tonight. I ain't pooping in no hole. There was no toilet paper there. Nothing. Okay. Shower. It was like a water tank that you had to like basically pump up with your hands. And then (laughs) you had to pump up with your hands. And then the water would, you know, just shower over you. I ain't doing that. I don't know where that water's from. There's nowhere or anything around there. So it could just be like filtered piss that I'm showering with. So then we get to the kitchenette. Now, I didn't know that the word kitchenette was even a thing until this past week, but it is. It means mini kitchen. I didn't fucking know that. But this wasn't a kitchen. This was a bunch of leftovers from his other victims that he murdered and buried and just put whatever belongings they had, he put it right into that kitchen. And we were supposed to, there was like half bottles of whiskey, like half open chip bags, like just an assortment of terrifying, mysterious food items. Like, where are you getting this? There's no grocery store around here. There's no nothing. And he even told us when he when he pulled up on us, he's like, hey, I don't I don't really leave here much. And I was like, OK, whatever. Um, so <laughs> we get out of the kitchenette. And by the way, he had a really nice dog. His dog's name was Kulo, uh, which means ass, which was funny. That was the only thing I liked. But he also had, I shit you not, a mule who he called Chris. He had a donkey uh sorry a alpaca that he named oreo because it was black and white and he had a llama that he called wookie which was my only favorite probably thing of the trip if you want to see a picture of him i will post one on my social media today so you can see uh wookie oreo and chris and (laughs) you know because whatever who names a fucking mule chris anyway um (laughs) Uh, and what's funny is that the dog's name was Kulo and that means ass. Like, why wouldn't you name the donkey Kulo and then just name the dog Chris? I don't know if you like the name Chris. I don't like the name Chris anyway, but yeah. So this guy, we're like, we have to get the actual fuck out of here because if we don't, if we go to the Grand Canyon and come back at dark time, he is going to make us dinner time. So we went to the Grand Canyon, which... If you ever get a chance to go, fucking go. It was by far the coolest, most breathtakingly overwhelming experience I have ever encountered. Because you think you know what it looks like, and you think you know how big it is, and you think you know what you're going to feel when you see it. See it. But the park itself, the, the National Park of the Grand Canyon, I think it's so cool because around it, the Grand Canyon is all forest. So like you're pulling up to this park and you're like, you're like, you're expecting to just kind of see this thing, you know, like at the distance. You're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to ease my way into seeing it. No, you pay, you drive in, it's all covered in forest. And then all of a sudden the forest just stops and the world just drops a billion feet. And the Grand Canyon is right in front of you. And you're like, 
Holy shit. I was driving and it literally gave me goosebumps and made me jump out of my seat. Oh my God. The Grand Canyon was the most amazing experience I've ever had. You know, like it kind of just humbled me, you know, like just made you realize like you're not shit. Look how big this thing is. This thing is timeless. It's been throughout history. You are nothing. You are small. Like embrace it and enjoy the nature in front of you. And it's by far the coolest thing I've ever seen. But we're coming back from the Grand Canyon. And we look at each other and we're like, we need to get the fuck out of Shane's house. Because Shane is a killer. So we're pulling up to this Airbnb. And we're, we make the plan that we're just going to get in and get out. You know, just not tell him. And then just make, you know, some bullshit excuse. So <laughs> we get to his compound. <laughs> And we uh, we get our bags and we dip and we know we send them that due to unforeseen circumstances. We had to leave today, you know, just like the most janky fucking excuse you could give anybody. But it works. So we gave it to him and we're like, all right, well, what are we going to do now? It's like it's like 530. We're like, we need to, you know, we can go back to Vegas. That's like a three hour drive or we can just keep exploring Arizona. So we're like, all right, let's look. Uh, we'll, we'll go to Sedona. Now, Sedona, if you've never heard of it, beautiful, beautiful area about an hour away from the Grand Canyon. It's own little, like, tourist city that's just Red Rock Nation. Like, everywhere is Red Rocks. And Sedona is known for vortexes, like spiritual vortexes. And I've been getting into that kind of stuff more and more, you know, understanding the mind, the body, and uh, how nature and like, you know, spiritual things around you affect you. And, you know, I've been trying to get more into that because I'm not a religious person by any means, but like, I do believe in, you know, just something. Now, I don't know what it is, but not yet at least, but you know, this spiritual guidance that uh, Allie's been getting me into and stuff, it's been helping, you know, you know, crystals and all that kind of stuff, meditating and, you know, just trying to, you know, cleanse the soul, cleanse the mind. Just try something different, you know, allow my mind to, to open up to another thing. So Sedona's known for this kind of stuff. So we go on a hike in the morning and we find this mountain or this little climb or <laughs> little climb, this little hike. <laughs> and we're like, let's, you know, like meditate and shit. And like, dude, you can just like feel it. Like the way the rocks and stuff were formed thousands and millions of years ago. There's so much energy that you can feel like in the rocks, even like when you're walking around in the city, you can just feel like just this overwhelming amount of energy around you at all times. And it was such an amazing, amazing experience. And uh, we decided to, you know, just stay out there and uh, drive back to Vegas the next day. And Sedona, I cannot wait to go back. Like, I feel like I only saw a glimpse of it. But yeah, we were like, hey, let's just go. And, you know, everything that we've done, this past week was impulsive. And I think that's the coolest thing about it is that like when you live impulsive and you live spontaneous, I think the most amazing experiences and the most uh, memorable ones happen. So I've been trying to live my life a little more impulsive and a little more spontaneous. So uh, we're driving back from Sedona and me and Allie, uh, the reason we're in Vegas to begin with was our very, very good friend, like Ali's best friend, Nadine, was flying in from Chicago. 
uh, to Vegas to meet us there to spend, you know, a weekend in Vegas. And then we were going to drive back to Salt Lake, you know, like right now. So me and Allie were driving back and we're like, you know, like we could stay at Sean's house. It's like 15 minutes away from the strip. Um, or since everything is opening up in Vegas, we could look up like, you know, hotel deals and see if we can stay anywhere on the strip. So we're looking and we find this crazy deal at Treasure Island, like 80 bucks a night, like to stay on the strip with a strip view. Uh, so me and Allie split it. We're like, yeah, let's do it. And we're going to surprise Nadine. So Nadine flies in Friday night to Vegas and we take a ride to Treasure Island and she flips out. Like, I love surprising people. I love giving gifts to people like like she deserved every bit of it. She's the coolest fucking person ever. Uh, so we surprised her. Yeah. And we stayed at treasure Island and this was, uh, mine and Allie's first time staying on the strip, but Nadine had done it a few times before. So like she kind of knew what she was getting herself into, but man, Vegas, Vegas is Vegas. You know, like, you know, I, I thought I could handle it and I did, and I took care of myself and we did a lot and we drank a lot and we partied a lot and we gambled a lot and stuff, but I don't know how the fuck people go and stay there for more than two nights like two nights was beyond enough time in vegas beyond enough time i went to bed both days at 4 35 a.m okay adderall off the fucking air like adderall out of the mind you know like whatever walking around smoking drinking gambling all that shit we were wired we were you know just vegas you know so we're walking down the strip, uh, and you know what's the worst thing apart, apart the worst thing about Vegas? I'll tell you if you want to listen. It's the fucking guys, dudes, hombres, dicks, perverts. They are the worst. The most dangerous thing in Las Vegas is a group of five 27-year-old men. Because for some reason, the arrogance and the cockiness and these guys fucking guile and walk and swagger that they think they have is disgusting. If I wasn't with Allie and Nadine walking on the street, they would have been literally taken or just like corks to going somewhere or like drinking. Because literally, I mean, they're both two beautiful girls and... I'm walking with them. So all these dudes are like, wow, this guy's a pimp. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? You want it? Fuck you. So we're walking around uh, and these guys, dude, are literally just looking at Nadine and uh, Allie. Like <laughs> one guy, I shit you not, looked at Allie in the eye and did the thing where he puts his tongue between his the peace sign and went like in public. And it wasn't even like it was in an encounter, like they were having a conversation and he just did that. No, it was a drive by <laughs> a drive by licking puss motion. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the weirdest fucking thing. Like, what the fuck? And then we're walking same fucking trip. We're walking and a guy walks by Nadine and goes, Num, 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 num. Basically saying that he wants to Pac-Man her P-word. And again, we were like, what the actual fuck is going on? 
guys in Vegas, I don't know what it is. I think it's every guy starts just, you know, thinking with their dick because, you know, it's Vegas and there's escorts and strippers and, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm in Vegas. I can literally do whatever I want. But you have to, like, I don't know, do better. Don't look at a girl and do that kind of stuff in public. Like, it's just, like, weird, bro. Just so weird. Like, there was this guy. <laughs> His name was Jonas. Jonas was from France. Uh, uh, he wouldn't stop talking to us. And he kept walking around up and down the strip with us and explaining everything that he's done in his life. And uh, he's from Paris. And uh, he's in, lives in New York now. And, hey, Jonas, shut the fuck up. But uh, do you think that uh, maybe I could, uh, you know, take one of you, uh, take one of the girls by you? And no, Jonas, you can't. But, uh, you know, I'm from France and I do all the. No, Jonas, shut the fuck up. But, you know, I do all the. That's what this guy was like. He had Mount Everest coming out of his nose, meaning cocaine, dripping. Like, just he's got, he had the drips while he was talking to us. And he wouldn't leave us the fuck alone. So if you're a guy. And you go to Las Vegas with a crew. Just don't be a fucking pervert. Oh. And I know there's guy, there's people on here that are like, But Nico. Nico, why are you going to Las Vegas? Corona. You ever hear of the COVID? What happened? You don't want to like social distance? Listen. For what casinos are and for how many people I, you know, interacted with or encountered this week they did such a good job of socially distancing the casino to the best of their abilities because you know not everyone's going to listen but like all the machines every other one was you know like had a chair in front of it they encouraged to do every other machine uh every person that worked there was wearing masks like it was it was you know i felt kind of normal like we were out by the pool which was probably the only place where like (laughs) you know the corona, you know, if there's anywhere that people were going to get corona, it was going to be in the pool. But they did their best there, too. You know, they were like the DJ. I can't imagine having to do this like at it during a set. But the DJ goes, hey, guys. Yeah, my name's DJ Funky Fresh. And, you know, we're just encouraging social distancing in the pool. And everyone's like, yeah, shut the fuck up, Funky Fresh, and spin that shit. You know, so like the pool is the only place that I was like, ah, maybe this isn't good. But. I had a great time. Las Vegas, great fucking time. Can't wait to go back. And it's only four and a half, five hours away from here. So it's like, I can go back whenever I want. And I'm going to. Because I had a great time. So, shout out to Sean. Shout out to Vegas. Fuck Shane from fucking Zona. He was the scariest human being ever. I I kid you not, guys. I don't think we would have been alive had we stayed there because, like, that guy, he was, like, you know, he, I think, would have, like, been watching while we were sleeping and shit because, like, the, the bus really didn't have, like, any curtains and stuff. Like, you had privacy, but you had Shane privacy, meaning he could alter that privacy in any way he wanted because he probably had cameras set up or he probably just, you know still convinced everyone that left reviews on his thing on his uh airbnb review thing which by the way this guy had probably 150 reviews 4.7 experience or above but i don't care 
because those people, they're all dead, and he took their phones and wrote the reviews for them. You can't convince me otherwise. He, the other thing, there was no like RV or anything for him to sleep. And again, there's nothing around us. So where do you sleep? He wasn't going to sleep with us, was he? Because I ain't doing that. I ain't having no, no Arizona threesome with Shane. Get out of my bed. So that was my fucking week. And it was by far so fun. And I can't wait to do it again. And it was so spontaneous and so impulsive. And, you know, just kind of ready to plan my next one. You know, like I'm just ready to do the next the next experience. So live impulsive. And I think things will, uh, you know, be fun for you. You know, sometimes people are so uh, they need to be planned this and they need to follow itineraries and stuff. But like there was not there was no itinerary this week. It was literally just you want to do this. Okay. You want to go do this? Sure. We want to do this? Sure. And that's, I think, the fun, the most fun thing. When you just kind of allow yourself to say yes to everything, kind of like yes theory. Like I talked about them a few episodes ago. Like yes theory, their whole thing is say yes. And I think that's what me and Allie both did, Nadine as well. And, you know, we're just having a good time. So, yeah, live impulsive. Um, new music this week. Uh, not much, but... <laughs> Takashi 90210 dropped a new song, and I hate, I hate that I listened to it. But I only listened to it because the queen among queens among rap queens was in it. And her name is Nicki Minaj. If you don't fuck with Nicki and you fuck with Cardi over Nicki, I don't fuck with you. Fuck you. Anyways, it's called Trolls. His part sucks. Just like Fifi. The song itself is worse than Fifi, but Nikki is a queen, and again, she saves the day. So, Trolls by 6 9 featuring Nikki, listen to the second half of the song only. Uh, another interesting thing that I saw was that OVO40, you know, part of the crew, was like, hey, we're going to rank Drake's best albums from start to finish. If you know me, this topic, I have it frequently. I ask... All my music-loving friends, like, if they have an opinion on Drake, I ask them, all right, well, what's his best album? And this is what OVO40 said. Number one, his first album, So Far Gone. Number two, Take Care. Number three, If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. Number four, Scorpion. Number five, Nothing Was the Same. <laughs> All wrong. Dude, me, personally, you want to know my top five? I'll tell you if you want to know. And if you're listening, you do want to know. So here it is. Number one, if you're reading this, it's too late. My favorite Drake song on that album, Star 6-7. Fucking fight me. Number two, nothing was the same. My favorite song on that, Tuscan Leather or Wu-Tang Forever. Number three, take care. But, but Nico, no, take care is so good. What about Marvin's room and headlines? And dude, you're only saying that because everybody else is saying that. 
But if I think if you're a true Drake fan and you appreciate the evolution of Drake, I think you you don't put Take Care as his number one album. Was it the most memorable album? Absolutely. Because the motto, Heifer, um, <laughs> Over My Dead Body, Shot For Me, Marvin's Room, uh, Lord Knows. Like every song is a hit and I agree. And if you think it's number one, cool. You, It's your opinion. You're not wrong. But I'm telling you, mine. So I think it's, if you're reading this too late, nothing was the same. Take care. I'm probably going to put, this one might shock people. I'm going to put probably like, more life at four? What? More life? Some people don't even know that that's a Drake album. Yeah, more life. The most slept on album by far. Um, You know, songs like Can't Have Everything, Teenage uh, Fever, um, lose you, um, blem, um, you know, glow, even though glow with Kanye was just, you know, not the most overhyped track ever, but it's good. I think from start to finish, it's a solid track, you know, do not disturb on the end. Like that's, that's an incredible song. And number five, uh, I'd probably, I'd probably go like so far gone or thank me later for like a nostalgia's sake, because I remember listening to like, thank me later when it came out and, you know, like uptown and, uh, you know, like Houston, Vegas and fear and, you know, all those songs like so good. But I thought OVO 40s top albums were really fucking, you know, shocking <laughs> because uh, so far gone, you know, for your first album to still be considered your best album for someone like Drake, who's been, you know, working on his sixth studio album now. Like, you know, I think that's a pretty hot take, but it's a take and I like takes. So, yeah. That's uh that's the music. Uh the new show that I watched, I watched this Bill Gates documentary um that was super super good. It gives you kind of like an insight about uh you know, just Bill Gates and who the fuck he is and you know, more than just the Microsoft guy, like the the philanthropist that he is and how much money he donates and all the shit that he's working on, but super good. Definitely check it out. Um I think Another show that, you know, it's not new by any means. It's been around forever. But if you ever, you know, are just like feeling down about yourself and you want to, you know, a little pick me up, just watch Hoarders. (laughs) Just watch, just watch Hoarders because like, you know, you'll watch it and you'll be like, man, I'm a piece of shit, but I'm not that bad. Like, oh, I'm a mess person, but I'm not that bad. Like this lady the other day I saw had like 85 cats in her house and, you know, some were dead and some were alive and, you know, she really didn't know some of them. Some of them just appeared and. Yeah, just don't be a fucking hoarder. I want to be on hoarders, but it, like I want to do the opposite. I want to be on hoarders, but like as like a minimalist, you know, like where I don't have many things at all. Where there's like my house is empty and I have like seven things on my mantle, and I the whole episode is me trying to <laughs> the whole episode is me trying to get rid of the one knickknack that I have that I need to get rid of. And they're like, you need to do it. This is hoarders, and you're like, <laughs> so uh, yeah. If you're a hoarder, fuck yourself. If you're not, you're doing the right thing. And and yeah, I, I this week has been super eye-opening, like just so fun. And we're 10 episodes in, baby. We're we're doing really good. Um, I think we're I know we're we're gaining some traction now and and all that. And you know, I appreciate all of you for for taking the time out of your day to even if it's listening to 10 minutes of this. I truly appreciate it with everything in me. I've had so much fun doing it, 10 episodes, and, you know, I just 
can't wait for the next. And we're going to be, you know, diversifying the show a little more. You know, a lot of people did like the interview thing that I did last week. So I'm going to start looking for more guests. Uh, you know, I'm going to start maybe, um, you know, interacting with people on social media and Instagram again. I've been pretty busy. So I haven't been able to do like questionnaires and stuff on Instagram for people to respond to. And, you know, it's always fun to interact with people and, you know, share their stories and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to start that back up again. And yeah, we're just going to keep it going until we can't do it no more. And hopefully it just keeps getting uh, bigger and bigger. And if you want to do anything for me ever, uh, just like, subscribe, comment, uh, share this with all your friends, share this with your parents. You know, I, I try to be as relatable as I can throughout all ages and yeah, just show whoever you guys can. And I would appreciate that, uh, more than anything. So enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Uh, I challenge you guys to, you know, do something impulsive this week, just do something on a whim and you'll feel really good about it. And it doesn't have to be as drastic as, you know, doing a road trip or anything like that. But even if it's just, you know, uh, picking up food and going somewhere new to eat or just trying a new food place, period, or uh, texting a person that you want to talk to or, you know, just do something, something impulsive this week that will make this week memorable. And I think I challenge you every day to do something impulsive to make every day memorable because we only get so many days. So appreciate you guys listening. Stay safe this weekend. And we're back for episode 11 next week. Take care. Yeah.